Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Well, I got about 35 printed sheets of paper here, so uh, we got a lot to get to today. What's up, everybody? Happy Memorial Day weekend. Hope you had a great uh, three-day weekend. Awesome on this side and awesome by a whole bunch of athletes at a whole bunch of different levels of various sports uh, around the state of Montana. It was a state championship weekend for uh, spring sports. High school tennis, high school track and field, high school softball all came to a crescendo uh, this last weekend. So we have a variety of state champions to tell you about. We also have some of the top individual performances from around the state of Montana. We also have the head coach of the Times 2 Class A state champions in track and field. Corvallis head coach Spencer Holes will join us here uh, during the first hour. Hour number two, a whole bunch of other stuff to get to. We're going to talk some high school golf because the Skip Copravica Fundraiser Golf Tournament coming up in a couple weeks. John Haney is the head coach of the Big Sky High School Golf Team here in Missoula. Uh, he'll swing by to tell us all about it. We'll also get his uh, thoughts just on the, uh, the world at large. Riggs Johnston, a Libby, Montana product, sinking big putts. Uh, also, a lot to talk about in the world of golf on a professional level. So John will give us some thoughts on that, but mostly just tell you about a great high school uh, fundraiser uh, to help all the, uh, the various high school golfers here in the city of Missoula. And then our good buddy, Justin Engel will swing by as well. A business angle, the overlay between business and sports. Justin is a professor of business down there at the university of Montana. And he joins us 
a couple times a month to talk all about that. PSA for you. The Montana Department of Transportation will shut down one northbound lane on Reserve Street North this week. Concrete repair work. So that's between South 7th Street West and South 5th Street West. So uh, if you know where that's at, it's like right up there by Benson's Farm uh, general area. So not quite to the Reserve Street Bridge, I guess, south of the Reserve Street Bridge, uh, but on the very beginning part of Reserve Street North. So that's where it's going to be, single lane traffic there. So uh, try to to account for that. It's happening tomorrow starting at 7 a.m. and will be completed by 5 p.m. Travelers can expect delays along with reduced speed and single lane traffic through the project area. The uh, Department of Transportation encourages People, uh, if you want to learn more, you can visit 511MT.net or you can dial 511 on your phone. And uh, they also remind you, thanks MDT, to tune into local radio stations. That's what we do here is let you know uh, what's going down. We are broadcasting to you live from the ESPN MT studio here uh, at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and happy to say so. Uh, We are coming to you on 102.9 FM ESPN Radio around Western Montana. You can also always stream us on our ESPN MT app as well as on the uh, station website here for ESPN Missoula, 1029ESPN.com. Often we are also on SWX Montana television around the state of Montana, but not on TV today. I guess that helps you if you're listening on the radio and wanted to turn it over to the TV. Probably doesn't help you at all if you were somehow looking on the TV. In fact, if you were trying to find us on the TV right now, you wouldn't find us. But uh, the NAIA World Series is going on, so that's what's on uh, SWX Montana uh, on this fine Tuesday afternoon. But we are most days live from 4 to 6 on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana TV, that ESPN MT app, and 1029ESPN.com. All sorts of state championship results to get to here uh, on Nuanas Now. The thing that I I, uh, I find a challenge is, to me, as someone who, first of all, is a huge dork when it comes to high school track and field and just track and field in general, the, um, the number memorization that goes along with analyzing track and field results and also the, the record memorization that goes along with it, it just fits my, my brain to the T. And so, you know, I could go through a whole meat's worth of track results and I can find exactly what's outstanding marks uh, in, in relation to records and all that sort of stuff. But I don't want to sit here and just rattle off name, number, name, number, name, number. So we're going to try to break this up as much as we can. We want to highlight as many of the state champions, both on the team level and the individual level from all across uh, Montana this last weekend, but I don't want to sit here and just read you a list and just read you documentation for the next two hours. I want to try to have uh, some level of conversation and fun with it. So uh, we're going to go all over the place today, uh, but by the time this two-hour show is over, we almost certainly will talk about all of the state champions that were crowned uh, over the last weekend here uh, in the state of Montana. And of course, throughout the rest of the week, we will also uh, feature conversations, interviews, analysis, uh, all about all, all of the uh, recently claimed high school state championships. But first, how about some of the best of the best of the weekend, just in general? First of all, the weekend gets started off. Uh, we get done with this show on Friday at 6 o'clock. 
And uh, it was cool having Rajim Seabrook in studio. I already got a bunch of feedback about all of our hip-hop lessons that we've been giving you. Raj is uh, a, an encyclopedia of information, especially when it comes to the history of hip-hop. You know, he's from the Bronx. He uh, He's lived a life so influenced by music. So it's fun hearing, you know, we, we did probably 20 minutes on hip-hop on Friday, uh, just giving you some of the history of different regions of hip-hop, the evolution of hip-hop. So we get done. I'm, I'm feeling great having just kicked it with my buddy. I know I got a three-day weekend coming up. Get back to the house. Uh, the fridge is flooding. <laughs> the fridge is leaking all over the floor. So I'm a little perturbed by that, but then I'm like, okay, well, we're, you can work on the fridge until 6.40, but at 6.40, you got to take a step away from this project. Uh, in the, on the meantime, by the way, I'm trying to get this fi- fridge fixed up because I know I'm leaving the next morning early for one of my best friend's bachelor parties. We're going up to the Flathead uh, for a, a little bit of R&R. We'll get to the bachelor party here in just a minute. Trust me, it wasn't thrilling, wild, or crazy. Mostly we just sat on the back porch playing music and talking about life. I read a whole book, if that tells you how wild it was. It wasn't. <laughs> but regardless, uh, I know I got to get out of town early Saturday morning. I know I got to pack all my stuff on Friday night. So I'm like, okay, you got to fix this fridge. You can't just leave the fridge leaking all weekend long. And we only half fixed it, but at least it wasn't leaking. Poor Andrew, no water <laughs> this weekend. Uh, had to turn the water off before we left. But anyways, I'm like, you got to break away from the fixing of the fridge just for a second because you got to watch Duncan Hamilton. So sure enough, uh, I'm able to get my one load of laundry changed out and, and at least get a towel down on the floor and get a preliminary diagnosis of the fridge issue before uh, the men's steeplechase at the NCAA West Regional uh, takes uh, gets kicked off. Now, th- this was an event to watch for a variety of reasons. One, Duncan Hamilton of Montana State is, uh, I think, uh, now at this point, I, I don't know. I, I Maybe I'll have to really stat check myself on this, but, but I think that Duncan Hamilton might be now the most decorated athlete that I've, I've covered in my 17 years covering the Big Sky Conference. Hamilton hails from Bozeman. He is now a senior there at Montana State and uh, a multiple, multiple, multiple time All-American National Championship qualifier. But this was sort of his, well, not sort of, this was his swan song when it comes to the Big Sky Conference. Duncan Hamilton's going to run for a long time. He's going to run for as long as he wants, I think, you know, barring any sort of catastrophe or injury. But Duncan Hamilton, uh, in terms of events, with fellow competitors from around the big sky, uh, he's down to his last one after this performance at the West Regional. There was three men from Montana State, uh, Rob McManus and Levi Taylor, the other two, that were in this steeplechase final uh, with a bid to the national championship on the line. But just when you think you can't say much more about this kid, just when you think he can't be any better than he's already been, How about the best time in the world? We're not talking the best time in college. We're not talking the best time even in the country. Degan Hamilton ran the fastest 3,000-meter steeplechase time on the planet Earth this year and advanced to the national championship. Oh, by the way, it was the second-fastest collegiate uh, time ever, (laughs) and you'd be shocked to know that it set the Montana State school record Unbelievable. Eight minutes, 16 seconds, and some change. Just when you don't think the kid can outdo himself, he outdoes himself. And he was, you could tell he was absolutely gunning for that 815 mark. 815 is the magic number in the steeplechase because that's an automatic qualifier 
for uh, the World Championships. Here's a caveat, though. No one's ever ran the automatic qualifier for the World Championships as a collegiate track athlete. No one ever, and Duncan Hamilton almost did it. And he's still got another meet left. He still has the Nationals to compete in, and then I won't be surprised if he goes and runs uh, in some sort of international meet or some sort of World Championship qualifier uh, unattached. It'll be his first meet after his Montana State career is over. But I will not be surprised if Duncan Hamilton has at least two more chances to qualify for the World Championships. But oh, by the way, that was not just the only accomplishment from that uh, steeplechase because Rob McManus and, and Levi Taylor are also going to uh, the Nationals. They both qualified uh, in the steeplechase. And, you know, right now, Montana State, they, I mean, they're promoting this big time on, um, on their social media, and they should. But the hashtag they've been using is SteeplechaseU. I don't know how you could say it's anything different. I mean, there's only, I think you get 12 qualifiers from the West and 12 qualifiers from the East. There's only 24 steeplechase qualifiers for the entire national championships, three of them. So that's a full one-eighth. That's 12% of the field will be Montana State and Duncan Taylor, Levi, or excuse me, Duncan Hamilton, Levi Taylor, uh, and Rob McManus. A total of five Bobcats headed to the national championships as Ben Perrin in the 10K and Camilla Noe in the 10K also punch their tickets to nationals. The Snowat is now ESPN Radio, SWX, Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Uh, it's it's amazing how your life changes as you get older. I've certainly had the great pleasure and great honor of being included in uh, a lot of bachelor parties uh, throughout my years, uh, a lot of wedding parties. Um, you know, I, mean, I think that my family and my friends are the two most important things in the world to me. And so that that's the things that I really try to keep close to my heart and keep as a priority. And uh, so it is a great honor anytime you get to partake in one of those. But as you get older, you, you sort of realize, too, it's not about this, like, ending of times and this last hurrah as much as it is a, a passage, a, a rite of passage, a rite of passage into becoming a married man, a rite of passage into becoming a father. And, and uh, the, my buddy that we celebrated this weekend, he's, he's on his way to both. He's, he's uh, celebrating his wedding and also uh, upcoming birth of his child soon. So uh, it was fun being with all the boys. You know, I, I def, I've done the bachelor party thing in Vegas, done the bachelor party thing on the golf course, never done the secluded R&R bachelor party, but we did it. And it was super, super fun. We rented out this beautiful house that was sort of by Kalispell, but it was not really anywhere. It was not accessible to any sort of business or bar or restaurant or anything like that, which was great. We just hung out and uh, played a whole bunch of music, wrote a whole bunch of music. I read a whole book. <laughs> we enjoyed the sunshine and the pond and played some football and some Frisbee, played some cards, played some dice. And uh, I read pretty much the second half of an entire book. So uh, certainly a really fun one and also just... Shows you the evolution of life. So it, it was a good weekend. Hopefully you had a great Memorial Day weekend as well. The book I've been reading, I teased it on the show a couple times. It's called The Last Folk Hero. It's by Jeff Perlman. It's about Bo Jackson, but it's also just about the legend of Bo Jackson and, and how his legend preceded him for so long and how he rose to these unbelievable heights because of his athletic versatility and just how breathtaking of an athlete he was, just naturally gifted. But then also he had one of the most profound and sad and abrupt demises of any athlete ever. I mean, he suffered basically a one-of-the-kind injury to his hip uh, that basically made his, his entire bone decay. And 
He had a hip replacement. He, had, he managed to play a couple more abbreviated years of baseball. But that was it. And he was basically done by the time he was 30. So the story of the rise and the fall of this man, but also the story of the rise and the fall of his legend, was intricately and very, very accurately and very, very compellingly weaved throughout this book. So if you want a good sports book, I certainly suggest it. The Last Book Hero by Jeff Perlman. Uh, Perlman remains one of the most impressive journalists that I can think of. He has uh, wowed me with several of his works. Sweetness about Walter Payton is unbelievable. The Boys Will Be Boys about the early 1990s Dallas Cowboys is uh, is a laugh a minute. And uh, Perlman certainly a an awesome um, an awesome example as a journalist. I also now, since I finished that book, I started reading The Man Who Owns the News, which is a uh, sort of investigative journalism and biogra- biographical piece about Rupert Murdoch. So uh, probably won't be sharing a ton of that one on the show. <laughs> but I mean, certainly one of the, the most influential uh, characters of our time. No doubt about it, but uh, we'll see. Andrew, did you ever pick that one up? I know I left it on the table for a while there. I know you like you at least started it, skimmed it a little bit. Oh, Andrew's on the phone. I forgot because Spencer Holes of the uh, Corvallis track team coming up here uh, in just a minute. More best of the weekend and our state championship scoreboard coming up. But here's one of the big pieces of news from the weekend on the western side of the state. Corvallis who has uh, certainly one of the strong strongest track programs in the state of Montana for both boys and girls. They did it again. The girls, they post 84 points to win their eighth overall title, and the Corvallis boys post, uh, they also win by, a, by just a single point. And it came down to the mile relays. Corvallis edges Hamilton 63-62 in boys track and field. But both the Corvallis boys and the Corvallis girls needed some drama at the end to get it done, and they got it despite crazy weather all weekend long and it coming all the way down to the finish. Corvallis sweeps the Class A boys and girls track and field championships. We're joined now by a guy who joined us just a couple weeks ago to preview this as well. It's the head coach of the Corvallis Blue Devils, Spencer Hull, as part of our Bitterroot Breakdown presented by Farmers State Bank. Coach, uh, I'm sure it was a long weekend, a fun weekend. How you doing? Thanks so much for being here. Man, I wish I was Bob Green right now. I would have some great thing to say about track <laughs> meet, but, but all I got is just wow. It was it was just a lot of fun. So, <laughs> well, well, set the scene for us because you guys are in the mix as a team uh, all the way down to the wire. What a what a display of depth by your boys and and what an outstanding performance by the girls led by Olivia Lewis, one of the great performances I can remember in recent years, racking up all sorts of points for you. But you're going into that last event, the mile relay. Uh, and you need some points on both sides, and you get it on both sides. So just take us through. I know there was a, a huge weather delay before. I mean, just set the scene for us from Laurel. Yeah, so we, we get done with the 3,200. We, with the girls, we scored a lot more points than we were expected to score in 3,200, which gives us a shot. You know, Whitefish has run sub four minutes in the mile relay already this year, so they went 358. I think, as far as I know, that's the second time ever in Class A history a mile relay, a girls' mile relay has gone sub four minutes in the mile relay. So, anyways, we know they're going to be, we're, they're going to be tougher than tough to beat in that mile relay. We know we need a little bit of cushion. We got it in the we got it in the two mile and we know we got to be second and 
Uh, man, I got it. I made a nerve wracking decision to put Olivia Lewis last. So she hasn't run last. I don't usually run my strongest kid last unless I've got three other really good guys. And I do, but, but sometimes you got to be in the race to be in the race. And so, uh, we just made the decision to move her to last. And, and the thought process was sometimes you just got to let your stud be a stud. And, uh, man, was she ever, man, we, uh, Got it. Got it way back, and I thought, oh gosh, we're going to get third, and we're going to win, lose by one point. I didn't think she could catch Laurel, and she just blazed around the track and and uh, did exactly what she needed to do, just barely enough, and we got it done by one point. Um, on the boys' side, we just had, like you said, depth, depth, depth. Zero individual or relay state champions. We just put a bunch of kids together on the track, and we kept we kept getting a PR after PR after PR, and it turned into one point here or two points here or six points there and gosh by the end of it we had an eight point lead and we knew that knew that we had to score and we knew they had to score and we knew we had to get uh somebody in front of hamilton and um and that's exactly how it happened hamilton actually tied us when they went across the line in second but then when we came across in six it gave us that one extra point and it was one point on both sides and i've never been part of a more uh, just authentic emotional award stand. A lot of times you get to that point and you're, you're, it's canned happiness. Like, wow, we're supposed to be happy now, but we're just exhausted. This was real. This was real true life joy and exuberance from everybody on the team. And it was, it was a lot of fun. Well, how cool is that? Spencer Holes joining us here as part of our Bitterroot Breakdown presented by Farmers State Bank. The Kings and Queens of the Bitterroot Valley right now, the Corvallis Track and Field Program, they swept the Class A state championship this last weekend in Laurel. The girls edge Whitefish, 84 points for the Blue Devils, 83 points for Whitefish. And then on the boys' side, Corvallis, 63 Hamilton, 62, so a pair of one-point victories. Pretty darn impressive. I want to circle back to Olivia Lewis, Coach, because uh, just going through the results, unbelievable. I mean, not only did she win three individual titles, ran on both relay teams as well, uh, but just setting PR after PR. She's just been so outstanding all year, but it seems like you got her to peak uh, at the championship. I know you've coached a lot of great ones, especially on the girls' side. Where does this one rank? What would you think of her performance? Gosh, it was right up there. It's right up there. You know, we didn't we didn't put her in five individual events like we probably could have. But but the events that she was in, she did amazing. And uh, just a tough, tough schedule with the 400 and the 300 hurdles, and and the relays and that other that other the shorter hurdles. So she just she is just tougher than nails. She's always she was always she's never afraid. She is never afraid. We ask her to do something, and she says, yep, I think I can do that, and she just goes out after it and does it. Fun to watch her on the 400, really fun to watch her on, run, watch her on the 300 hurdles. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, she broke Paige Squire's Class A 300-meter hurdle record um, in, in this meet, and Paige now lives in Billings, and Paige was one of my athletes back in 2011. And so she was there at the meet, and uh, I, I kind of called Bob Hogmark, the meet director, and said, hey, would it be okay if Paige presented that medal to Olivia? That'd be pretty cool. So uh, Paige Squire, the former 300-meter record holder in Class A, got to present the gold medal to Olivia, uh, the new 
300 meter hurdle record in class A. Well, very cool. And uh, Paige Squire, certainly a friend of this show. She was an outstanding athlete after her time at Corvallis there at Montana State. Went on to compete in the national championships in the long hurdles. So, uh, certainly one of the best in recent years to do it uh, in Montana. Spencer Holes joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN MT app. He is the head coach of the Corvallis track and field programs. They just won the Class A state championship in both boys and girls track. Uh, how about some of the uh, the competition that you got there? I mean, you jump off the page when you go down the results because it's either Olivia Lewis or Brooks Zatuni of Whitefish. And I know probably that the uh, Olivia beating Brooke in the 400 meters was probably one of the things that really tilted the, the uh, scales in your favor. But what can you say about the Whitefish standard? I mean, it seemed like she had some pretty darn good results herself. Well, yeah, she's one of the faster girls in recent memory in Class A. Um, Especially in that 100 meters, I believe uh, she broke our Western A divisional record this year. And I think, did she get the state A record this year, too? I think so, yeah, 12 I think she five, might have, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think she got the state A record. So she's blazing fast. Not quite as fast as Paige in the 200. Um, Paige is up to 24.8, but she's got a whole nother year, and she was right around 25 flat. I wouldn't be surprised if that one falls next year. She's uh, she's something else, and the, the, the more impressive thing to me is not only does she have that blazing speed, but then she goes over into the shot put and places four throws at about 37 feet in the shot put. So that's, uh, that's some pretty all-around talent there, and, and she also is someone who's willing to help her team. You know, I can't imagine that a 100 meter runner wants to shot put all that often but she's she's willing to put it out there for her team so pretty impressive well speaking of helping their team it seems like you have a lot of uh, young men on your uh, boys team that did, did exactly that no individual championships for Corvallis but so many different athletes score points so what'd you think of those guys just kind of buying into that team mindset and everybody kind of just doing their best and when they can score getting some points for you Man, it was just it was just every every event somebody would pick somebody else up. You know, we'd have something bad go go down, and and then right after that, somebody said, "Oh, I got you," and they would they would come through. And then then it was that person who had a down down time. To, it was his turn to come back up and 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 do it do it again. And it was just over and over and over. And that's what we kept saying: keep swinging, keep punching. Somebody's gonna flinch. Just keep punching. Somebody will flinch. And man, it took all the way to the end. And I don't honestly don't think anybody flinched. Hamilton ran three twenty four three in their mile relay. That's their school record. To get beat while running a school record, there's no shame in that. Those 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 young men competed their hearts out, and and there's there was no flinching involved. It just was it just was a heavyweight fight, and and sometimes you get the decision, and sometimes you don't. And uh, this one went our way. Those those guys down in Hamilton did an amazing job. He's Spencer Hulls, head coach of the Corvallis boys and girls track and field teams. They each edge out one-point victories for Class A state championships, the eighth overall for the Blue Devils girls, seventh overall for the Blue Devils boys. More on this coming up tomorrow. Olivia Lewis, who was one of the outstanding athletes of the weekend all across all the wide world of high school sports in Montana. She'll join us at 4 o'clock tomorrow. Coach, appreciate you for taking some time today. Uh, Enjoy it, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. It's one of the ones where you just get a lot of satisfaction from, and I've been enjoying it all weekend. I plan to till next year. There you go. Our Bitterroot Breakdown, presented by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank, been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. I gave you so many thoughts right off the top that we didn't even really get to our state championship scoreboard, so we'll do that next, and we have our Treasure State Stars Plus, some of the best of the best in the high school track and field world 
in terms of individual marks. A jam-packed full hour of high school state championships and state champions rolls on right after this. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. It's new on is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. All sorts of champions this last weekend. Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Time now for our Stockman Bank State Championship scoreboard. Stockman Bank is in Montana and only in Montana. They plan on keeping it that way. Let Stockman Bank show you Montana's brand of banking. First of all, I think this every year during spring sports, but it's particularly accentuated when you have bad weather. <laughs> weather is is both cliche and a way of life in Montana. I uh, got what I deserved this last year because I rooted on the long winter as a uh, effort to acclimate all the newbies around here to what a Montana winter is like. And, you know, then karma's... Karma comes back and gets you, and I got the, even I was over the the long winter at the end of this thing. But I think about it every spring, especially when there's crazy elements, because as we know, uh, the elements are you know, I mean, winter is winter, and that's just it. And there's a variety of different things that can happen during the winter, but spring is actually the most volatile weather in Montana because you never know when it might snow or it might rain or the wind might be blowing crazy. You might have some early season smoke like we did a little while ago. So this last weekend was no different. I always think when you have these track athletes running record times when the the weather's just awful or you have multiple delays, if I was a college coach recruiting high school spring sports, I would just love it because there's, you know, you bring a kid outside of Montana, the elements aren't going to be nearly as crazy, almost unquestionably wherever you go. And so first and foremost, shout out to all the athletes who endured all of the crazy weather this weekend. The, um, the couple of the softball tournaments were they were moving all over the place, especially over there in the Gallatin Valley. The Class A tournament was in Belgrade, but then had to move to Bozeman Gallatin because the rain was so bad. And then, oh by the way, the sprinklers pop on, which was darkly hilarious while that was all going down. Uh, you had a, a weather delay in Laurel during the Class A state track meet there to the A and and uh, and C. 
there at the Laurel Sports Complex. So uh, shout out to all the athletes for enduring all that. Let's take a look at first state softball. Kalispell Glacier. This tournament was in Helena, by the way. Kalispell Glacier wins their first double-A title since 2015 and their second ever. They were the top seed coming out of the West. They were the favorite going in, and then they rode Ella Farrell all the way to the state title. Uh, this young lady pitched pretty much every single pitch of the entire tournament, and uh, Glacier cruises. I shouldn't say cruise, but they were the only team that didn't lose a game, and they beat Helena 19-7 to uh, in the state title game. So um, a great historic year for Helena, to be certain, and uh, oh, but a great run by Kalispell Glacier. So we'll have more on the Wolfpack coming up later on this week. Sentinel rallied for the third-place trophy. Uh, the Spartans got two wins on day one and then lost and then fought their way back through the loser bracket. Missoula Big Sky also won several games at this tournament before then losing to Sentinel. That game was to go to that uh, second, third-place game. Sentinel then loses that one to Helena High. Helena High advances uh, to the championship, but Glacier gets it done 17 or 19-7 excuse me, over uh, Helena High. In Class A, the Columbia Falls girls won their first ever state title. So that's always impressive. There's only one time you can ever be the first time. That's also the first Class A state title by a team not known as Frenchtown, Polson, or Belgrade since 2008. Either the Bronx, the Pirates, or the Panthers won each of the last 15 Class A titles. But now Columbia Falls, their first ever. They beat Billing Central in the Class A state championship game. That's back-to-back years that Billing Central uh lost in the state championship game. Last year it was to Frenchtown, uh, and then this year um, to Columbia Falls, the, their first ever win. In Class BC, it was the Conrad Shoto Co-op. Uh, that's their first state title since 2016. They defeated Mission R. Lee at Charlotte. That's Mac uh, in the world of Class BC softball. That's three straight runner-ups for Mac, so uh, tough for them, but that's also a great accomplishment to just get to the state championship game three times in a row. Uh, but first uh, championship for Conrad Shoto since 2016. That's the first state title of any sort for Conrad High School in any capacity, uh, any sport uh, since 2016 as well. The, the news, though, of the BC tournament was Florence went 0-2, and uh, that was it. And the Falcons have absolutely dominated that level. They've won more than half of the state championships ever. They were 12 for 23, basically, in terms of state titles coming into this state championship. So um, certainly uh, newsworthy when the Falcons get ousted, especially early. Stockman Bank state championship scoreboard here on Nuanas. Now let's talk some state tennis. The news of the day coming out of state tennis, news of the weekend, was that the Bozeman girls did not win the Class AA state championship. AA was played up in Kalispell. Bozeman Gallatin wins their first ever team tennis title. Now, you don't want to read too much into this, but we've discussed this on the show a lot. I wondered how much the the creation and then emergence of Bozeman Gallatin High School would influence high school sports not only in southwestern Montana, not only there in the Bozeman area, but also just across the landscape. Because before Gallatin was created and before Belgrade moved from Class A to Class AA, Bozeman was the only AA high school in that town and in that area. Bozeman Senior High School, 
at one moment in time was the largest high school Montana had ever seen. More than 2,000 students were there at Bozeman High School, and you saw that during the 2010s. They had a run of success across the board. They won their, fates, their first excuse me, state football championship since the early 1900s when they won it in 2010, and that went on to then spark a run that saw them win five Class AA state football championships. They had a cross-country dynasty that, that was pretty much untouchable, 10-plus state championships on both the boys' and the girls' sides. They were dominant in tennis and golf and wrestling. Bozeman High School... Uh, they had, they had all the factors, right? They had great numbers. They have a booming community that's supportive of high school sports. They had the good fortune of being a double-A school in a one high school town, or I guess a one double-A high school town because Belgrade technically just a couple miles away there, but they were Class A forever. So then you wondered how the emergence of Bozeman Gallatin would affect. Well, I, I could say definitively, first of all, it's an affirmation to how good the sports culture is in the state of Montana just period, and especially in the Bozeman area, because Bozeman Gallatin became good like that. Uh, it only took three years for them to be competing at a state championship level in a variety of different sports, including now state tennis, their first ever uh, state championship in tennis on the boys' side. Uh, Mason McCarty won the overall double-A state championship. He beat Ryan Ashley 6-2-6-3 in state tennis. Oliver Ward of Bozeman High beat Carson Rich 6-4-6-4 for, uh, for third place in double-A singles. And then in uh, doubles, Harrison Sanders and Timothy Glanville of Glacier beat Brody Smith and Braden Butler of, Gal- of Gallatin High. And uh, then in girls, the Bozeman High girls had won 10 state championships in a row coming into the double-A meet. And instead, it's Missoula Hellgate first, building Skyview second, Bozeman Gallatin third. Bozeman was nowhere near the top five. Here's the individual champions from Class AA girls. Elliot Basinger, excuse me, of Hellgate beat Qual Kajula of Helena 6-0-6-1. Hazel Demeray of Skyview got third. Brooke Best and Lane Banzinger of Hellgate beat Haven Spear and Sarah Downs of Glacier in the doubles AA state championship. And then Olivia Manzer and Sophia Manzer of Gallatin beat Becca Sherman and Olivia Martello of CMR for third place in AA uh, uh, doubles girls. State A tennis was here in Missoula. On the boys' side, Polson wins, Hamilton second, Harden in, th- in third. Andy Purcell of Hamilton, your overall Class A state champion. He beat Torin Ellis of Polson 6-3-4-6-6-2. In doubles, Owen McElwee and Trent Wilson of Polson beat Matthew Newberry and Gambo Giametti of Billings Central. In girls' Class A, Miles City wins a one-point victory over Polson. Dillon is third. Clara Todd of Polson beats Chloe Ramage of Columbia Falls 6-1-6-1. And then Rachel Fuckinger of, uh, and Eden Kineberg of Dillon beat Jade Venema and Brecklin Jessup of Corvallis in a five-set classic for the doubles uh, A state title. And then in BC tennis, which was in Great Falls, Missoula Loyola wins on the boys' side. Once again, they outlast Valley Christian 37-33. And then in the uh, the girls, Sims is first, Chinook second, Loyola third with 21 points. So more on uh, tennis upcoming later on this week as well. And then we'll give you the team champions 
in high school track and field as part of our Stockman Bank State Championship scoreboard because we got individual results coming up right after this. In AA, the Helena High girls repeat, and they do it in dominant fashion. They score 40 more points than Bozeman Gallatin. Hellgate takes third in AA on the girls' side. Then on the boys' side, Helena Capital and Glacier tie with 63 points each. I've never heard of that. Uh, I don't know if that's completely foreign or if it's never happened before, but I've never heard of that. Co-state team champions, but Capital and Glacier, they are the uh, co-state team champions of the AA level. Class A, we heard from Spencer Holes already. Corvallis sweeps it, but not without great uh, challenges from both um, Hamilton on the boys' side and Whitefish on the girls' side, but Corvallis one-point victories on each side to win Class A. And then in girls' Class B, Loyola, 68 points, Huntley Project, 66, and Big Timber, 38. And on the boys' side, Jefferson County, that's Boulder for those keeping track, 72 points, Florence Carlton, second with 57, and Loyola, third with 55. Class C girls, plenty wood. The champions, 75 points. Manhattan Christian is second with 66, and Savage is third with 47. And in Class C boys, 81 points for Manhattan Christian, Belt with 48 points, and Chinook with 42 points. Individual track and field standouts, plus Treasure State stars from across all of the sports. That's next. Keep it right here. Nuanas now rolls on. It's ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Friday during the show, we talked so much hip-hop. We talked specifically about the Wu-Tang Clan, little method man for you coming back here on your Tuesday. Hope you had a great long weekend. Hopefully uh, you got... Rested and recovered up. Hopefully you don't have any sort of long weekend hangover. I know it's tough taking the time off and then coming back, but uh, hopefully you had a great day back in the saddle, no matter what you're doing, where you're going. We, though, kicked off the weekend with a bunch of hip-hop history with our guy, Rajim Seabrook, who, by the way, will be locked in pretty much every Friday throughout the rest of the summer. Excited for that. That then kicked off uh, a bachelor party boys reunion weekend for me. And I must say, Rajim definitely got me warmed up and got me armed with all sorts of different facts and barbs because then basically our entire Saturday afternoon, evening, and uh, late-night conversation was all about uh, the greatest MCs of all time and just going back and forth, passing the the DJ machine around and uh, playing different songs and hashing it all out. It was, it was super fun. And uh, now on my Spotify, I'm just I'm stuck on all the guys I was arguing for. So a little method, man, because that's what that was one of mine that I brought to the table uh, over the weekend. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in with us here today. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. We are into now the rhythm of baseball season. The Missoula Paddleheads opened up last Tuesday. They played six in Billings, but not really. They had a couple that got postponed. Uh, but still, uh, baseball is underway in the Pioneer League in Montana. And the Paddleheads have their home opener tonight against a team you never seen before unless somehow you made your way down to Colorado. The Rocky Mountain Vibes in 
town for the first time. This team was on the Paddleheads schedule last year, but only the Paddleheads going there to Colorado. So the Vibes in town for the first time ever. Uh, this is the first of a three-game set against the Vibes. First pitch, 7-10 tonight from Ogren Park, Allegiance Field. You want to go? I got two tickets for you right here. These are uh, Section 104, so they're good tickets. Call right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029, car number two. We got a pair of tickets for you to the uh, Missoula Paddle. That's home opener tonight against the Rocky Mountain Vibes. It's time now for our Treasure State Stars, where we highlight some of the best individual performances from across the state of Montana. And this one... Pretty much exclusively a state championship version of Treasure State Stars. Treasure State Star number one, Logan Todorovich. The Helena High girls repeated as Class AA state champions. They did it in dominant fashion, 114 points compared to Kalispell, excuse me, compared to uh, Bozeman Gallatin's 70 points. So a 40-point victory for Helena High's girls. And Todorovich, who's a junior there at Helena High, she's absolutely one of the top Division I prospects in the state of Montana, period. She set an all-class state record on Friday, 19 feet, four and a half pitches. Woo! That's unbelievable. Breaks Delaney Bond's four-year-old record. Bond was uh, at Bozeman High. She went on to jump at, at Oregon State and is still jumping at Oregon State, I believe. But uh, Todorovich breaks it, and she's only a junior. Todorovic, though, goes on to contribute to 34 points. She won the 100-meter hurdles and placed second in the high jump and also ran on a relay team. Her younger sister, Madeline, who is a sophomore, contributed to 35 points. Unbelievable on that note as well. Uh, Madeline won the high jump and uh, also won the long hurdles and she ran on both of the uh, relay teams as well. So the Todorovich sisters combined for 70-plus total points. Uh, unbelievable performance by those two young ladies for Helena High. Treasure State star number two, Olivia Lewis. You heard Spencer Holes earlier, the head coach of the Corvallis Blue Devils, and he's coached a lot of great uh, athletes there at Corvallis, particularly in girls' track and field. And he said he thought Olivia Lewis had one of the best performances of any athlete he had ever coached. That's really saying something because he's been around a lot of great ones. Olivia Lewis uh, was the state champion at the uh, the Class A uh, in three different individual events. She won in the 400 meters, the 100 meter hurdles, and the 300 meter hurdles. She also won. She also contributed, excuse me, on the the uh, sprint relay team and the uh, mile relay team. They switched her to the anchor leg to make sure that they could get second place in that race in the 4x400 uh, to then ensure that they would win the state championship by a single point over Whitefish. So Olivia Lewis, uh, an unforgettable performance to help lead Corvallis to their eighth overall Class A Girls State Championship. Treasure State star number three. How about some softball? Ella Farrell of Kalispell Glacier. She pitched all but one inning. That's 33 total innings. For Kalispell Glacier during their three-day, five-game journey toward being crowned the 2023 Class AA State Champions. Farrell threw 191 pitches on Saturday alone. She also racked out three hits, had a walk, had two RBI in the title game. 
and uh, she helps lead the Wolfpack to a 19-7 victory over Helena High uh, for their first state championship since 2015 and their second ever. Church State start number four. How about another Kalispell Glacier product? Excuse me, a Bozeman-Gallatin product. Uh, Nash Coley of Bozeman-Gallatin was the top scorer for the Raptors. He won the 400 meters. He won the 300-meter hurdles. He ran a leg on the state champion 4x400 team, and he was fourth in the 110 hurdles. So he racks up a bunch of points, and Gallatin's boys share the Class AA state title with the Helena Capital boys. Helena Capital, no individual state championships, but they had a whole bunch of contributors and uh, a worthy effort by them as well. Uh, great year for Helena Capitals boys in a variety of sports, but there's a lot of crossover between the football team that won the state championship and this track team that shared the state championship. Uh, so great overall year by them. Treasure State star uh, number five. How about Sid Mann of Columbia Falls? She hit a two-run home run in the top of the first inning to help spark Columbia Falls to an 8-2 win over Billing Central for the first state title ever by the Wildcats. More on that coming up later on this week as well. Uh, but great performance by her. Treasure State star number six, Brooke, Z- Brooke Zatuni. She's a whitefish product. She's only a junior. She was a huge contributor last year at state. And she does it again. She wins the 100 meters, the 200 meters, second in the 400 meters. She ran uh, a leg on the uh, top 4x400-meter team. That was, I believe, the second fastest in Class A history. So Tooney also broke the Class A state record in the 100 meters. And, oh, by the way, she just went out and threw the shot put as well and got fourth in that one, too. So 53 total points for Brooks Zatuni. Uh, absolutely unbelievable. Church State star number seven, Elisa Keller of Billings West. We've talked about her a lot on this show. She had the seventh farthest javelin throw in the United States of America coming into the state meet. She just missed the all-class state record. The all-class state record was 157 feet and change set by Angelica Street of Columbia Falls a couple years ago. Keller almost gets there. 156 feet, three inches is the throw. That's a new double-A record by a lot, by more than 10 feet. And the second farthest throw in the history of the state of Montana. Also, she remains in the top 10 uh, in the nation. Church State star number eight, Annie Call of Plentywood. The name sounds familiar. We mentioned her during basketball season quite a bit. She, now the proud record holder of the Class C pole vault record. She goes 11-6 excuse me, to help lead the Plentywood girls to the state title. And uh, 11-6, the highest a Class C vaulter has ever gone, uh, ever. Church State star number nine, how about one more all-class record? It's Weston Brown. He's been one of the top distance runners in the state for the last couple years. And he runs 4.10 and some change in the one mile, the 1,600 meters. And that breaks the all-class state record by almost two seconds. Brown then follows it up by winning the 3,200 meters as well. And he also was in the mix in the 800. So he scores a bunch of points for Bozeman High School and uh, caps his outstanding career uh, in style. Weston Brown headed to Princeton so he will certainly be somebody we hear from again down the road. We're going to have him on as part of our senior spotlight because uh, if you're setting all-class state records and you're smart enough to go to the Ivy League, you're probably worthy of being on the senior spotlight. Treasure State star number 10, Maggie Bender of Conrad Shoto. She hit a school record 12th home run of the season to help lead Conrad Shoto to an 8-3 win over Mission Arlie Charlo. That's Mac for those keeping track. 8-3, Conrad Shoto wins that game. 
uh, to win the class state uh, the class BC excuse me state softball championship. Treasure State star number eleven, Ava Kellenberg of Saint uh, of Sentinel. Excuse me. She's going to make a run at the all-class state record, the triple jump, next year. She goes 39 and change to win the AA as only a junior. And uh, she's going to go over 40 as a senior, barring any sort of catastrophe. And uh, she's bound for big things, the latest in a long line of outstanding long and triple jumpers there on the girls' side at Sentinel. Treasure State star number 12, how about Hudson Lepke? He has been part of this group of really talented sprinters, in the 100 meters, I think a lot of the other guys get a lot more headlines because of their prowess on the football field as well. But Lepke, after uh, his win on Saturday, is now the two-time defending state champ there for Missoula Sentinel in the 100 meters, beating uh, Division One caliber football guys like Reed Harris and Tom Carter. Very impressive uh, by Lepke to repeat. And then two more, one from track, one from outside the world of track. Karis Brightwings Pease, unreal. She wins the mile and the two-mile for Harden at the Class A state championship. That in itself is impressive. Guess what? Karis Brightwings Pease is winning high school state championships, and she's not even in high school yet. She's an eighth grader. Crazy. We'll see if her upward trajectory can continue. But as of right now, that's unbelievable. An eighth grader sweeping the mile and the two-mile in Class A. Totally unheard of. And then Treasure State star number 14, Easton Sant of Missoula Hellgate and Jada Davis of Bozeman Gallatin. They were the MVPs of the Montana Elite Invitational Basketball Tournament over the weekend. Our good buddy Josh Hustis, former NBA player and uh, a former Gatorade Player of the Year from Great Falls, Montana, and basketball, played his college ball at Stanford. He hosted this thing up there in Helena and uh, seemed like it was pretty good. It was a debut event. They wanted to get all the best players in Montana together to try to get them showcased and get them a little recruiting attention. And it looked like the turnout was pretty good and the competition was great. But Easton Sant, uh, who's set to be a junior at Missoula Hellgate, and Jada Davis, who's set to be a sophomore at Bozeman Gallatin, uh, they really stole the show and had great performances. Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. More state championship talk later on this week. But we take a step, a step out of that to talk about an important fundraiser coming up in a couple weeks that's going to help out high school golf in the area. John Heaney, the head coach of the Big Sky Golf Team, is here to talk Skip Copraviga Golf Tournament coming up in a couple weeks there at the Missoula Country Club. Plus Justin Angle, a business angle, in studio. Jam-packed hour number two coming at you. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 